Hello, this is Alan Shipnack back for another podcast for the Knockdown. Thanks, as always, for listening. So the Corda family are a bunch of jocks. You probably know this. Father Peter is a Grand Slam champion in tennis, reached number two in the world. His wife, Regina, was also a professional tennis player. They have three kids. Jessica, who's 25, a five-time winner on the LPGA. Her kid sister, Nellie, who's 19, in her second year on tour. And their brother, Sebastian, who this year won the Junior Australian Open in tennis. Uh, It's the first family of country club sports. Um, That's been the case for a while, but Jessica and Nellie have kind of been the keynote players on the LPGA season so far this year. Uh, Jessica had off-season jaw surgery, says she looks like Shrek, came back uh, to win her first start of the year in Thailand with a, a scorching 62. And a couple of weeks later, Nellie battled Michelle Wee down to the last hole before, before losing, but it was a pretty epic Sunday. So we are lucky to have both Corda sisters here today to talk about all of this and so much more. So ladies, thanks for being here. Oh, like right now we're starting. Oh, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. So the listener can kind of figure out who is who. Jessica, tell us your your best story about Nellie. Or most embarrassing. Oh, God. Where do I start? (laughs) It's the ones I can share and the ones I can't share. (laughs) I, I mean, she posts a lot about her embarrassing stories like yesterday Uh when she was bawling her eyes out in an airplane and the captain came over and gave her a tissue. It was like probably not a good movie to watch. (laughs) There's been multiple. I think, I I honestly, like off the top of my head, there's just too many of them. I think my favorite one was from Kia last year when I like take out the shoe and I'm like, did my foot grow? And the shoe just shrunk and I was freaking out for like 10 minutes. Or it's like when she has fruit and I'm like, and we're getting out of the car. I'm like, hey, Nellie, go get your fruit. Literally like it's a within one second span. I'm like, Nellie, grab your fruit. Let's go. She doesn't grab the fruit and goes. And then, you know, 15 minutes later, she's like, oh, I forgot the fruit. And I was like, I literally just told you when we're getting out of the car to get your fruit. So you're sort of the mom in this relationship? I feel like I'm the mom in a lot of relationships on this tour. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. It's good that I have her out here. I don't know what I would do. (laughs) I mean, the age difference is enough that maybe you didn't grow up super competitive with each other. It was was a different kind of vibe, or am I wrong about that? I mean, no, not really. She's five years older, and, I mean, she started traveling already at a really young age. So I didn't really get to see her that much when I was growing up. Same with my brother. So um, I missed a lot. Yeah. Like you, I would come home and all of a sudden, like she was so much taller and my brother's voice would be changing. And I was like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> they're both growing. And, you know, the conversations all of a sudden became different. And they're not watching Nickelodeon and like, you know, and all these stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? <laughs> so it's really sad. But at the same time, you know, her short game is so good. And we, she would always be like, hey, can we play a short game? Maximum? So we would go out and play short game. And there's time when she'd, whip, you know, whip my ass. And then even now she... Now I don't even want to play with her because it's not fun. <laughs> so you 
You whooped me in putting. I whooped her in putting, and she whooped me in chipping. It's just she's just too good. Yeah, or she picks shots I just can't hit with that particular club that we're using. Yeah. Or she got really mad when I picked, like, an impossible putt. She's like, this is not a practical putt. I'm like, what if you do get it? And Across the green, three ridges, yeah. slow ball going down. I was like, this is stupid. So it's almost like playing horse. Mm-hmm. Just come up with the craziest thing you can imagine. Yep, and that's how Nellie picks her putts yeah. when you play well, putting actually, match against her. I've gotten better, you have to agree. She has. She really has. Yeah. It's more It's practical now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to test her. <laughs> that's patience. good. Just patience. <laughs> so do you remember the first time you beat Jessica? Gosh, no, I don't. Bahamas, are you serious? In a tournament, it was Bahamas. Well, no, yeah, I mean, like, in a, even a casual yeah, game. No, I don't remember that. The thing is, like, when we're home, like, we don't, like, play for score well the thing is actually oh actually i see she doesn't play well and i'm beating her and she's like i'm done i'm not gonna okay i'm like the worst (laughs) practice player ever i literally you can probably count on your hand how many times i've beaten someone when i'm at home i'm the worst driving range player like my coach is just like you want to just go to the golf course and Uh i was like yeah let's just go to the course i can't handle this yeah but like even like my friend austin Ernst, we play tuesday games every tuesday we try and play nine holes and I lose dinner 98% of the time. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm beating you all the time. I'm like, it's fine. As long as I'm beating you on Sunday, you can whip my butt every Tuesday if you want. <laughs> so what about Bahamas? That was the first time you did it in an actual tournament. How did you commemorate that, Nelly? It was, it was exciting. I mean, um, you came out for my last couple of holes. And it's not like there's, like, a rivalry or anything like that. Um, she supported me like on my last couple of holes because oh my gosh those last three holes were tough like I those conditions that we played in yeah. in 2017 there was just a storm rolling in but it was exciting um, it was definitely like the highlight probably of my year beating her <laughs> actually <laughs> she shot she Michigan. shot 10 under didn't you shoot like 10 under yeah, and she was so I'm right playing behind right behind me. her like we shoot the same score the first two days because Nellie like made an eagle, I was on the range warming down, and I can see the seventh hole, and like Nellie chips in for eagle, and I'm just like, what was that? Was that for eagle? Was that for birdie? And then she went and bogeyed eight, and I was like, what are you doing? And um, so I got to play behind her the day, third day, I think, right? Yeah. And I can see her, she's just like, when Nellie's playing really well, like I can, I can tell, like I can see the way that she just walks and just does things, and she has this putt on 18 um, to shoot 10 under. And I'm standing in the fairway, and I'm, like, talking to my caddy. I'm, like, oh, my God, I think this is for birdie. Like, she needs to make this. And she made it. I'm literally clapping in the middle of the fairway going, woo! And then my caddy's, like, it's your turn to hit. And I go, oh, yeah. I'm playing golf. <laughs> but actually, in Michigan, I don't know which one it was. Where it was, was the it? Volvic. Volvic. I remember. Yeah. I see that she's inside the top 10, and I have this, like, longer putt for birdie on the last day. And... I was struggling already with my putting, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, if I make this, I knock her out of the top ten. <laughs> and I was like, all I was focusing on was making this putt. And right after the round, she texts me. She's like, are you serious? I was like, F you. That's supposed to be my top ten. I was like, ha <laughs> And I, was, I shot, like, nine, in, nine under, eight under that day. Like, I hadn't had a great week, and I, you know, left everything I had out there. And I was like, yeah, top 10, like backdoor top 10. And then she knocks me out, and I was like, that's going to cost a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, that was exciting. So where does your, your brother fit into this? Obviously, he's not a golfer, but you guys grew up in a competitive household. And 
does he um, get on your guys' nerves playing ping pong and pool? I'm just trying to picture the dynamic in the court of household. So they're obviously my like the two of them are a lot closer than I am with not necessarily Nellie just because Nellie played golf and you know Sebastian didn't and um, just the age difference. Age difference. I'm seven years. years I'm seven years um, older than my brother. So I was always more of like watching over them as they were doing something stupid. <laughs> Which is often. <laughs> Which is often. Yeah. Um, but my brother's actually a really good golfer. Like he's got a really great swing and his short game and touch are just are, are out of this world. Um, yeah. So a lot of the times like I'd take him out and be like, hey, come and play, you know, a short game match against me. Because uh, I need, he's like that good, like where we could actually compete against each other. And he like makes it really exciting. Like he, if you're playing a chipping contest with him, he just picks the most ridiculous shots. flop shot over like the halfway house onto the green. Yeah, yeah. Nice. it's like it's like fun with him because I mean he was never really into golf that much because he didn't like just standing on a range and just whacking balls. He he would bounce hockey, them. Yeah. He would bounce them on the concrete and yeah. hit them midair because it was too boring for him because the ball wouldn't move. So he played hockey growing up, and then he got into tennis. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we've all been really close. Like, we have had, like, dance contests inside our garage, and, like, that's not what we did growing up, <laughs> which is, by the way, very embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I watched the it video a never, couple never, <laughs> never resurfacing ever again. My <laughs> parents were crying. I am was not a good dancer back then. <laughs> so funny. It, I was like... There was this one move that I did, and I'm still to this day when I think back to that video that I watched, I'm like, oh my. God. There were some like cowboy movements with yeah. like. Like the lasso and everything. Oh my gosh, it's freaking hilarious. Oh my gosh. But I mean, like once I started kind of making money too, like I would wake up really early in the morning and make their Halloween costumes. And I would just have so much fun, like just having like someone, you know, I just love hanging out with them and being able to spend any type of time. I remember leaving to Australia my second year on tour and I bought them so much junk food all the time. Like we hid it under our bed. Like they hid it under the bed. Like, it was, I'm pretty sure my brother and I went to Target and I think I spent like $80 on candy. That's hard to do at Target. Yeah, but it, I was gone for four weeks, so I'm like, okay, like, what are you guys going to need? Like, you know, like, I'm not going to be home. Like, I can't give this to you anymore. And then within, like, the first two weeks, they're like, Jez, our stash is low. We need you. <laughs> we don't know what to do. Can you Venmo some money from yeah, Australia? No, Venmo wasn't around back then. <laughs> yeah, gosh, that was 2012. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, I remember. And then mom would find like rappers and like. I get in so much trouble for and it. She's too. like, what is this? Where did <laughs> like you guys nothing. get this? <laughs> I was like, rap me out, you're dead. You're never getting it again. <laughs> and, but you still can't get away from them, right? Didn't you buy a house 100 yards away from, from your parents? Yeah, so when I bought a house in 2013, yeah. um, it's, it's hard. So, like, the reason I bought a house so close is. No, like they would come into my room every single day. My room was a hangout spot. Like if we were there, we would hang out. If there was a bad storm, they both would be in my bed. Like that's like we're really really close, and it's it's really special because a lot of people aren't this close with their siblings, but we are, and they couldn't drive. So if I move far away, they can't drive if they need me. Not that they ever come over. No, it's too far <laughs> Not that they ever <laughs> come over, or if I ask them to come over, it's like. Ugh, so far away can you just come here <laughs> well it's like it's like putting your shoes on like walking oh, yeah, out the so door much effort. you know then walking over there <laughs> so it's a process yeah. yeah so i bought this house because i wanted to still be within walking distance of them 
Like I wanted them to be able to come to me whenever they could. And it's actually, it's great and it's not great. It's great because when I'm gone, my parents can come over. If there's a box out there, you know, it's not a big right. deal. It's not great because they're just like, hey, can you come over and fix the TV? Or, hey, my, my, this isn't working. You need, can you come over here? Or my dad will be like, you need to come here. And I'm like, but why? I'm tired. He goes, because I need to talk to you. I'm like, can you come here? <laughs> so, like, I think I told Nellie, I was like, when you go and buy your own house or your own place, I was like, rent first, figure out where you want to be, and then make sure it's driving distance from everyone, <laughs> even me. <laughs> That's some good sisterly advice. Yeah. yeah. So if you're in town, will you go to your parents' house for dinner? Oh, yeah. yeah. My, my fridge is empty. <laughs> Always. I'm literally, I sit in their house probably till like 8.45, and then I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. See you tomorrow for breakfast. Mom's like, it's already in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and would, would, would you and Sebastian sneak over to her house when she was on the road for like high school parties and stuff? Oh, high school no, parties? You think they were that cool? No. No. Um, or whatever. She had like a stash of candy sometimes, and you know when you're craving it. You had those Korean like milk candies that my Japanese, brother and I oh yeah, were I'd obsessed come with, and they were gone. Of it yeah. Would be gone. Yeah. I'm so like, we, what did you guys do? <laughs> or I had Oreos sent to my house. I played with um, um, some people up in uh, at Meyer from Kraft, and they sent me you know, Swedish fish and Sour Patch. So pretty much all you're getting from this conversation is we use her for food. <laughs> yeah, and you, you, we have a sugar problem. Yeah, you guys are lazy and you like sugar. But. Athletes. <laughs> We're on a really strict diet. Yeah, you know, exercise no carbs, a lot, no sugar. very active. <laughs> was, was tennis ever appealing to you guys as a potential career path? I did not like it. She didn't like running and sweating. Yeah. How was that the last two weeks last in two Malaysia? Weeks, she was like dripping sweat. So gross. I liked it. Um, I don't know. I think I just she played didn't more golf. Yeah, I mean, I fell in love with it, too. I mean, Jess, you know, I at that age, I wanted to do everything. Everything. I wanted to be around her. Whenever she would All the go time. to the movies with her friends, you know, <laughs> I was that sister that always had to go with her. Or I wasn't allowed to go. That yeah. was, that was and, and then she'd rat on me if, like, we did something or ate something we weren't supposed to. And then, thankfully, my brother started doing it to her, so she stopped doing it to me, so we were ganging up on him. <laughs> I was, like, literally anywhere I wanted to go. And they're like, I want to go with you. And I'm like, no, like, you're freaking, like, little. Like, you cannot come with There's us. Like, what about dates? Could you get rid of them for that i didn't really go on a date you dates come on <laughs> no i didn't we were I loners was, we weren't really loners no. it's just like i would go to the movies with like my friend i had friends and we had happened. like a handful of friends that we hung out with we or just, i did and then you just yeah and then you know they became my friends <laughs> And then now she just goes and hangs out with her friends. And I'm like, hi, do you want to come to the beach with me? She's like, no, I'm with my friends at the beach. And I was like, can I come? And she's like, no. Hey, <laughs> I've never said that in my entire life. You're like, well, you don't really know them. So I went to dinner with them one time. And I was like, this is just, I can't deal with this conversation right now. I was like, I need to go home. <laughs> See, there you go. Point proven. <laughs> so at, at LPJ events, do you try and practice together or did you need that separation a little bit we if we room together we don't practice together <laughs> but we don't even practice together like at all we just my, do our own thing kind of my whole thing is when she came out I wanted her to be her own person find her own friends like I'm always going to be here I'm always going to be here if she needs whatever she needs I'll make time for it but I want her to be her own person I don't want to have the disadvantage of 
having to be with like my little sister at all times. Right. Do you know? Like I want her to be Nellie. And whoever Nellie is, whoever she figures out that she is, that's perfectly fine with me. But I just want her to be able to to grow on her own. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, it was kind of hard because I didn't know anyone out here. So I was like, just practice it, just practice it. <laughs> and too, it's hard because as a rookie, she wants to play 18 holes all the time. I'm well, old to. out here now, so this is my eighth year. So I'm just like, no, no, I'm playing nine holes and then the I mean, pro-am. <laughs> like, as a rookie, you're not guaranteed in any of the pro-ams, yeah. kind of. So, so like she's you, traveling red eyes. And, yeah, yeah, get in Sunday, you know, play Mondays. I travel Monday, you yeah, know, come so out on hard, Tuesday. But, you know, it's either last year at the beginning of the year, I was either playing alone or you know, with Jess and her friends. And then my friends became her friends. Yeah. And then I started <laughs> making friends, um, friend. longer friends, <laughs> just kidding. friend, no, a couple of friends here and there, um, as the season went on. It makes me laugh that you're 25 and you're like an old veteran out here. I am. It's crazy. I have friends that are coming out of college that I played junior golf with and they're rookies this year. You know but what she's really excited about when she turned 25? No more rental, rental cars. cars. <laughs> yes, I was so excited. Like people don't understand. Rental car fees are just so just pick a word. You yeah. gotta, you have to talk to Mike Wan about that. There should be some sort of corporate agreement. Well, well there we is, do actually. with national. We have an enterprise. A, yeah, we have like a, a deal, but it's still like they still hit so you with the fees. No, but they're like the like a rental car is like three or three or four hundred bucks for the week. Whereas like you can go on Priceline and get that sucker for like under two hundred. So it's like you know, there's still still that kind of awkward phase where you're like, well, okay, I understand that we have this deal. But there's a company that offers cars at a lower rate that yeah. I can't go to because I'm not 25. But that's what I was really excited about for turning. I think this is the first birthday since like 18 that I was really excited about. It's 21. 20. I didn't. I cried. No, I cried when I was 20 because I didn't <laughs> want to turn 20. I want to be a teenager forever. 20. I think you still sort of are though. I said I'm 20 teen, 21 teen, 22 <laughs> teen, 25 teen. <laughs> I'm always gonna be a teen. <laughs> But, yeah, no, I feel, I mean, I feel old, but then, like, when I talk to the, like, in life, I'm not old, but on the golf course, my golfing age is old. I've been playing golf for 20 years. Yeah. So, and been out here for, this is my eighth. That dynamic of you making a nice living and then having teenage siblings, if they wanted, you know, Whatever. A, a PlayStation, would they hit you up instead of your parents? Um, we never really asked for... No, they didn't really ask, but I, like, knew what they wanted, so I was like, oh. We never really got, like, big gifts. I know I the biggest gift I got was a computer for yeah. you. So, like, she, her computer broke, like, screen cracked, and she's obviously doing online classes, and I was like, I'll just get you, like, I'll get you a computer. It's like, it's, we never, every time when we were kids, it didn't matter what we wanted we had to earn it yeah. if i wanted a new phone i had to play for it so that meant playing a golf tournament tournament having a goal and winning um you had to win a tournament to get a phone mm-hmm. so i wanted this one well, we made like phone. bets with our parents yeah we yeah. made like bets with our parents but like if i wanted i wanted this one particular phone it was like the slide nokia in czech republic like i wanted it so bad and it was um national so match play um and dad goes well if you want it you have to you know win this tournament and I made the winning putt, and I was not excited. Like, I didn't care that I won. I was like, I get my phone! <laughs> so even to this day, like, if I want a purse, like, and I love my purses, I have to either win a tournament or finish inside the top five 
to go and buy a purse if I wanted, or a car. I wanted a car. I gave Nelly my car when she turned 16, and for two years I didn't have a car. And I wanted. You didn't have a car? I didn't have a car. I didn't need one. My boyfriend played golf, and so I didn't need one. And for like two I would, years. No. I would drive with her. Yeah, yeah. Or I, and when I wasn't home. It was a year. Yeah. I wasn't home. That's amazing. What and kind then, of car would you just give Nelly? It was a Jetta. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. First car. That was, my, a typical that was my white first girl car. car. Yeah. Oh, you have you had a typical white girl car. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well said. Thank you. Basic. Basic. <laughs> um, we yeah, I, that was my first car I ever bought. So I loved my, that car, and then I didn't have one, and it was safe and practical, good to good. Oh yeah, my dad drives it now. Yeah. It's like it's just a family car, but and I wanted this one particular car. I got an Escalade. But I've been driving it in Arkansas every year as a courtesy car. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love this car. And I was like, okay, I need to win. In 2015, I won in um, Malaysia. And I was like, car! (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've lived a really privileged life, but we We always have to earn everything. Our parents don't just give it to us. Yeah, I like that. Could you have just said when you were 12 years old, I think I just want to be a lawyer. I'm not really into this whole athletic oh, yeah. thing. I loved school, actually. She yeah. she was the only one that had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like school a lot. She's a nerd. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> she, like, she's the only one that like genuinely like liked to study and was like, oh, like no, I can't go out. I like have homework. And I was like, what? <laughs> you have what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you ever consider, you know, just going down an academic path and not being an athlete? No, because ever since, like, I played in the U.S. Open in, gosh, 2013, I was 14. 14, yes. Yes, Uh, (laughs) that's symphonic. Yeah, um, I just wanted to be out there. Like, I don't know, it's, like, cool, like, just walking inside the ropes, you know, getting to play right next to the best players in the world. I played a practice round with Nyan Choi there, and I was completely starstruck. I was like, and then I played with Michelle too and we have a photo actually and I was like oh my gosh this is so cool oh my gosh (laughs) ever since then yeah (laughs) ever since then I was just like this is really what I want to do but obviously you know people go through up and ups and downs and you think you're like okay maybe you know not cut out for this you know you think about school but at the end of the day you're like I love this sport this is what I want I'm gonna give it all I have, and you know, you'll, you'll we'll see where you go. Oh, so mature. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> Am I five years old, younger? Five years or, five, older. or older. <laughs> well, and obviously you have each other to lean on. So a few weeks ago, you had a putt in the last hole that was momentous. It, it didn't go in. And is, is Jessica the first person you kind of seek out for comfort or counsel? I was there. Yeah, she was there. I was definitely... Uh, it was the first time I was kind of in that position because I was so close and I was I, ca- I had the lead pretty much all day and I was actually over the ball when that huge roar um, went off and when Michelle made her putt yeah and which was incredible even yeah. watching it she's like that should have gone like six feet past you know it's these things they just they happen. just happen you know yeah. when it's meant to be you know, the biggest thing happens. is that she's just she's in the right position. Yeah, so, I mean, I had to back off of that shot and take a deep breath because I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I know what I need to yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> I know what I need to do. Like, I need to hit this shot straight in the middle. And I gave myself a chance, and that's what I'm proud of. You know, I didn't um, – I gave myself, what, I think a 10- to 15-footer for birdie. Unfortunately, you know, I didn't make it, but 
I'm happy with the way the week ended. Yeah, I was very disappointed after because all those emotions are kind of like flowing through you and they're really new and just the fact that you were just like one step away from that victory. Two. Or yeah, two steps. (laughs) At that point, you were still two. Two, yeah. Make that put, then it's a point. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Print two, then, I mean, I don't know. I I was definitely emotional after, but, um, you know, life goes on. Everyone's going to be in these positions again, so we'll see. The biggest thing is always to remember that you you don't lose a tournament like that. Um, That tournament was taken. Like, Michelle made that putt to win, you know, and it's not – People are always like, oh, you you know, you could have given yourself this or I should have done that or whatever. Yeah, you like look back you let, in your life. And you regret oh, sure. it, but yeah. at the same time you have to know you literally did everything that you could have. That shot into 18 was the dirtiest shot I've seen. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't even know how, like, I went left. I was like, left, like bunker yeah, dead, right? And it. she I went mean, straight at it, gave herself a putt. I think that was the closest anyone's hit it. I mean, I was so nervous I couldn't even uh, watch. I, mean, I told Austin, I was like, I was, my head was down. I was like, just tell me what she does. I was like, I can't watch this. Yeah. Were you right behind the green? I was in the, like, the walkway from Yeah, yeah I mean, I waiting. saw her, too, when I was walking up to the green. I, I mean, I was a little too. emotional when I was walking up to the green because, again, like, those emotions flowing through you the entire That's day. normal. And then, obviously, you know, you don't make it. And then when I saw her, I just completely kind of lost it. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Just seeing your sister made that come out? Yeah. No, when I saw – when I missed the putt and then I walked up and saw her, I, like, lost it. There was a couple of tears. For some reason, like, seeing me when I was walking off the green, didn't know if I was going to be in the playoff or not or what was going to happen on Sunday. And I saw her, and I like I just lost it too for like a split second. I was like, "Okay, breathe, just to yeah. tell, like, look up." <laughs> yeah. It just these like you know that these people are in your life and they care so much and they want what you want and it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, like in Malaysia, I God, who did I play with the last day? Well, anyways, um, I was like, "Give me the scorecard." <laughs> I was like rushing to get uh, to watch my sister. Uh, on her last hole because I was playing in front of you. At CME. No, not CME. Malaysia when you won. In 2015? No, this year. Oh, God. Thailand. Thailand. I was oh, like, my God. Malaysia. <laughs> Thailand, I mean. I was Edit. rushing. Yeah. <laughs> in Thailand, I was rushing to get um, done with everything and just sign my scorecard because, you know, I just wanted to be there. Um, it was definitely a special moment for her, and, you know, it was exciting to see, too. I, mean, I don't think people really understood how much you had been struggling up in – until that that win kind of brought some focus to the jaw surgery and, <laughs> and all the months of of suffering that you you'd been through. Yeah. What was the low point of the whole thing? Yeah. Um, there was multiple days where I woke up and I felt like like myself. I felt fine, and then I got up and looked in the mirror, and I just started crying because this like monsters looking back at you um I think the hardest part was seeing everyone's reactions to me my brother couldn't even come see me for like the first week um it was too much for him she like was like just you're drooling like she was so (laughs) emotionless about it too she's like you're fine like well you don't want her to like seem like she's different you know like you want her to just feel like she's how it, we, she left yeah. pretty much. But it was, my mom and I were talking about it the other day and my mom just lost it. Like she, 
the stuff that she had to do when I came out um, of surgery, I wasn't in the hospital, which nobody knows about that. I'm, I, I did an outpatient thing, and, um, you know, you're throwing up blood, and they had to break my nose so I couldn't breathe. And how am I going to get medication if I can't put my head back? Um, and hydrocodone burns when it goes into your throat, and the syringe doesn't fit into your mouth. Um, mom had to do mom, my that. mom had to do everything. I had to change, you know, every two hours change my ice. Every four hours give me medicine. Wash the towels. Sleep for three, no, four days. Uh, wash the towels so the hotel doesn't think, you know, why are there so many bloody towels? Um, I got up at four o'clock in the morning and wanted to take a shower because I didn't know what time it was. I, I had no concept of anything, and um, it's hard. It's like. I had to learn how to talk. I had to learn how to drink. I had to take a cup in the shower with me and try not to pass out in the shower. Um, and, you know, learn learn how to do everything all over again. Um, well, she couldn't take her clothes off. I so couldn't like take when my you, clothes off. When, I couldn't do anything. When she got back, she stayed the first couple of weeks. She yeah, I kicked my dad her. out of the bed and like, was, was like, like bye, I'm sleeping with mom. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she could barely walk. She had to have... Um, someone like lead the way for her because you know your center of gravity is off like right break bones up here and um yeah if I want I had to take you know I remember I had to take your clothes off because you just couldn't bend down because mm -hmm. she would she would fall down and you know yeah the worst honest uh, then they want you to be active as soon as you're you can start walking and so I I started you know trying to walk as soon as I could um my dad and I went for walks but Literally, I had to get help. Like, he had to hold me up throughout the walk, and fresh air was making me dizzy. Um, loud noises. Loud noises. Couldn't, I, like, even talking, people talking, I couldn't deal with it. Um, my ears were so sensitive. And that was actually all the way till um, Jody's, Jody Shadow's 30th birthday was January 7th. And I still was, I, I was in pain, like, throughout the whole birthday party when I sat there because I was like, I need to get used to this. Um, yeah, it's, it, was, it was pretty brutal. Did you ever question if you'd get back to golf? I didn't even think of golf. I was so high. Those drugs are great. <laughs> I, I mean, I went off of them as fast as I could because I started hallucinating on them. And I didn't like it. And then I didn't sleep for two days because I had to sit sitting. I had to sleep sitting up for a month and a half, two months. I, wow. can't, I can't, couldn't, couldn't sleep on either side because obviously my face was broken. Um, and so I had to sit sitting up and um, get all the swelling to come down, uh, you know, out of my face. And um, I, I didn't sleep after I came off of it, and then we changed my medicine because I was like, Advil's ain't doing the trick. <laughs> like, I kind of need something stronger. Um, and, you know, I haven't, I haven't had a headache since. I mean, I've been in pain. Like, now I have a cold, and it's, again, I'm back to, like, really bad facial pain just because the pressure isn't really incredible, and my teeth are super sensitive, and eating's difficult. And hey, it was eating a sandwich on the airplane, and I bit myself so hard that I had to stop eating again. <laughs> like no I was doing so well um, how did you win a golf tournament with all this going on when I play golf everything just seems to like disappear um, but you weren't sick during but I wasn't sick was yeah I was yeah. fine but this, still you this were, whole you were cold weak, really were... just brings me back yeah I don't weak? you weren't weak though 
You you got your strength back because you started working out quite a bit. I as soon as I got out of bed, I could like get out of bed. So it was like a week and a half. I started doing exercises because I am not my head in my head. I'm fine. My my mind is fine. I'm ready to go. My body was the one that was just like, nope, you can't do this. Nope, you can't do that. Nope, you look like Shrek. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so I started exercising immediately, and then you know, my my trainer Colby Wayne got me on a really good program, and I was literally in the gym seven days a week. I was not taking one day off, um, and I was in there whether it was seven o'clock in the morning, I would be there, and you know. The girls like, girls that work out, they've seen me. They've seen me in the morning and they've seen me at night and how the swelling in my face is changing. And um, The biggest thing for me was the heat. I spent so much time in AC, and obviously leading up to it, Florida wasn't that hot either. And I got out of the airport when we landed in Thailand, and I was like, oh, my God, if a player goes down this week, it's me. <laughs> like, it is so hot. So my caddy called him just like every hole. He would be like, drink drink, drink, you know, like making sure that I'm with it. And then um, eating, eating, I think, is still the hardest thing on the golf course for me because um, I couldn't, I can't fit certain things in because my mouth doesn't open wide enough still because of the swelling is still going down. And now it's a lot better than it was two, three weeks ago. But um, eating bars, what's soft enough, what isn't soft enough, Um can I eat it? Can I not? It's well, just... Pretty much the entire recovery is, what, six months? Six months to a year. Yeah. I'll be ho- December 7th, hopefully. That's one year post-op, and I'm hoping it comes soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. So, given how close you guys are, it's inevitable at some point you're going to wind up competing to win a golf tournament against each other. Is that is that going to be fun? Is that going to be stressful? Fun. Yeah, I think so, it'll be fun. Because at the end of the day... Like, even in Sunday uh, at Singapore, like, you know, she was nervous, so we talked about it. And I go, oh, by the way, I'm coming after you. <laughs> and, like, that was my goal. Like, Yeah, you're play... still trying to, like, even in Malaysia, I knew. Thailand. Oh, yeah. Why do I keep saying this? In Thailand. <laughs> Blonde. <laughs> no, I just get those mixed up. They were both really hot. They're both, if it's hot, I, it's just the same and thing. both, like, s- same scenery pretty much, too. <laughs> What, um, hot and sweaty? <laughs> yeah. Even in uh, Thailand, I was like, yeah, it's going to be really hard to catch her, but, you know, you're going to give it your all. I mean, because obviously Serena and Venus Williams, they whenever they would play for a championship, the, the matches were kind of weird. They were, it was like flat. There was something missing with them, and it was a lot of, a lot of the tennis was sort of substandard. But you think you'll inspire each other and, and bring out your best? When we, we've played together, what? Three times. The first time we played together, we, I was playing. I started off so well. I was making birdies all over the place, and she was getting pissed. So I could see that. And then all of a sudden, it turned to where she started playing really well, and I started really oh, playing really well. And then really I bad. ducked and then, into the water on 18 and tied her. And I looked back at her, and I was like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> she, like, hit it such a bad shot. Oh, and I was like, that's not even close. <laughs> I don't even know how I did that, really. So then we tied, and I was like, well, that sucked. <laughs> yeah. China was better. I mean, her last... Blue Bay. Almost. In Blue Bay, she finished third. CMEU finished second. second. And then her first tournament back, she finished oh, first in Malaysia. So I'm, I was like, damn, good last three tournaments. Jeez. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah. <laughs> how, about, how about the Solheim Cup? Would you want to be partners together? Oh, yeah. yeah. We would do really well. Because... 
we know each other's games really well. And it's not just that when you're you cannot figure out what is your right foot and where is your left foot and, and we play the same ball and it's like it's very like we have different types of games but they're similar. Similar. Like if And I'm, if we're struggling, the other one can help the other yeah, one. Exactly. I like I know what to say to her. She knows what to say to me. Um there's very little people that can do that. I know what to say to piss her off. She knows what to say to piss me yeah. off. You know? Can you offer an example of that? <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> Let's not and say we do. Uh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm looking forward to this whole thing. It would be fun. Yeah, it would. Yeah, because, I mean, we're both long hitters. We're not afraid to tell each other, like, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Can you please explain to me what your thought process was on this freaking shot? Look at where you put me. Yeah, what what like, is this? Get your head out of your butt. Come on. In <laughs> those exact words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe it's a little more. You could probably figure out. PG this. right here. Yeah. I think the only thing that people would think weird is I don't think we would speak English. Um because why would we want anyone else to understand what we're saying? Yeah. You just go check? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're on the U- Team USA, but we're we, speaking we Czech. We speak <laughs> a different language. Um, I, first time I ever spoke English like fully with anyone on the golf course was when I turned pro and had an American caddy. I had never – my thought process was in Czech because my dad caddied for me my entire life, and the last thing he's going to be doing is speaking English to me. Yeah. And so um, kind of the same thing for her – we we speak checklish. It just depends on checklish. what is the easiest thing for us to come yeah. out. Mm-hmm. We have it in Czech. We have it in Czech. We have it in English. We have it in English. Yeah. Like people, when we're at the mall, like some words sound a little weird when we say them in Czech. Yeah. And they just like look at us. I'm like, did like two languages just come out of that girl's mouth like <laughs> in one sentence? <laughs> yeah. So is your profanity on the golf course English or in Czech? That's like Czech. Uh, Do you vocalize it, though? Because it's all in my head. (laughs) Helps avoid fines, though. Can you be fined for swearing in a different language? Yeah. Yeah. Really? If you do it in, like, Spanish, Korean, like, known languages. More common languages. More common, (laughs) yeah. Check, I mean, there's not many. We're in such a small country. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think... But it would be weird, like, listening to us, you know, when they they were mic'd up. And, like, we say, like, a couple words that aren't really actually, like, it's, they're not cuss words, really. Uh, I mean, it's, like, you take profanity in English and it's just like, oh, okay, like, haha. But, like, when you say it in Czech, it's just like, dang. <laughs> it's Sounds like, more hardcore. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like Russian. Angry. When you, yeah. when it's you, angry. Yeah. It's an angry language. But when you hear someone speak Russian, you're like, that dude's for sure angry. But it's like, he probably is like saying, oh, I love you. But it's like, it's that. It's yeah. so, so Czech's just a harsh, it's yeah. a harsh sounding language. It is. Yeah. All right. Well, this is going to have to happen. Just, we got to get you in the Solheim Cup just for, so we can listen in between <laughs> the ropes. That would be exciting. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, you need to get to a press conference, so I'm going to let you go. Thank you for Thank doing you. this. Thank this was you for great having fun. Us. Thanks yeah. for having us. Team Corda. <laughs> Always. Yep. All right, well, thanks to both of you for being here, and thanks for the listeners for uh, sticking it out to the bitter end here. This is uh, Alan Shipnuck signing off from the Wildfire Golf Club in Phoenix, site of this week's Founders Cup. Uh, we'll have more good podcasts coming your way soon. Until then, that's all we got. Thank you.